On this episode of Swimming to New Heights, Tim and Liam discuss two of the recent acquisitions from the PSP, that is the priority signing period, where Hawthorne has picked up Gun AFLW players Emily Bates and Greta Bodie from Brisbane. This and so much more on Soaring to New Heights. Hello and welcome to Soaring to New Heights, your one-stop shop for AFLW and VFLW for all things brown and gold. My name is Tim and we're joined by Liam. Liam, how are you going? I'm very well, Tim, given the news we're here to react to. Yeah, some excellent news coming out of the priority signing period. So as we spoke about on our last episode, the AFLW had given Hawthorne three picks in the priority signing period, which began on the 1st of March in Hawthorne of currently used two of those picks, Liam. Uh, yes, and when we recorded that episode, we did not know this was coming, this bombshell drop between recording and release, but we have landed two Brisbane superstars, and I don't use that term mildly, Emily Bates and Greta Bodie are now going to be running around in brown and gold. It's going to be fantastic to watch for all Hawthorne AFLW supporters, so for those Hawks fans out there listening to this Wednesday and Thursday, they were not dreams. They actually happened, and we're just going to have a, a quick look in depth at these two players and what they're going to be able to add to our squad. So, Liam, Emily Bates. Yep. So, I mean, she's a star. Like, she's an absolute star. She's played since the start. She's the equal league games record holder. And I don't really know what I can say that hasn't already been said. She's 27. She turns 28 in October, so she'll start the season at 27 and turn 28 second half of the season. Uh, she's a three-time All-Australian, most recently in Season 6. She won the League Best and Fairest AFLPA and AFLCA Player of the Year in Season 6, a Season 5 Premiership, and three Brisbane Best and Fairest in Seasons 1, 4, and 6. She's kicked nine goals. She's got good size. She's the same height as Bridget Deed. 169 centimetre midfielder who can play both inside outside. She's got a 50.83% career contested possession rate. She And the, the thing that jumps out to me though is how well she uses the football because we're both pretty comfortable saying ball use in the midfield was an issue this season. Yeah, so especially... Being a, yeah, you go. yeah, no, especially as they were forming combinations and I think that's something that we have to, to keep in mind is that these combinations will continue to build. And by adding someone like Emily Bates into that midfield, it's only going to make our young midfield uh, even stronger than it was this season. It's just an extra layer of class. Absolutely. I mean, a, substantial, a substantial layer of class. Absolutely. And it's something that's, uh, you know, when we thought about it and we, we discussed this on the last episode, we were speaking about maybe getting a Jesse Wardlaw and, you know, I don't think any of, any of us really would have thought that Emily Bates would have been one of the ones on the table. But as we were saying, you get Beck Goddard out there explaining what the Hawthorne AFLW culture is like, what they're trying to do in terms of building this successful group, the new facilities that we're obviously going to have at Dingley. It's certainly something that stood out to someone with such class, someone who has been to the world before winning a flag in season five, someone who has these exceptional individual career goals who now wants to come and join a, a fledgling team 
and help them to, to start up, build up from the start. Yeah, and I actually I jumped on the Hawks Insiders space last night and they basically they, what they said was and I agreed with completely, Beck Goddard is the best recruit this club's had at any program for years. Yeah, I think Beck Goddard is a fantastic recruit. I think also a bit of acknowledgement probably needs to go to Josh Vandaloo, who's been helping in terms yep. of the list management as well. So an astute mind when it comes to list management. And they have obviously looked at our midfield and gone, right. Jazz Fleming will be here for the next decade. We've got Charlotte Baskerin will be here for the next decade. Bridget Deed, young player, here for the next decade. We currently have Tilly Lucas Rod, who's leading the midfield at the age of 26, probably there for at least another four, five, six years, possibly. Then you throw in someone like Emily Bates, who's got a bit more of that experience, obviously will be the most experienced player on the Hawthorne list. But you put her into that midfield with these young guns around her, roving to the tap work of Lucy Wales, that's going to be an incredibly exciting midfield to watch next year. Next season, uh, yeah. sorry. Yes, I can't. I'm already getting impatient for the season personally. That's going to be amazing to watch. And then the other thing I guess you can throw into that that midfield dynamic as well is imagine if we continue to see Aileen Gilroy bursting through there. And you have your Emily Bates and your Jazz Flaming. We've got Emily Bates, Tilly Lucas Rod with a Gilly bursting through there as well. The Options in terms of midfielders next year at Hawthorne are coming out the wazoo. Don't forget Lou Stevenson. Yes, Lou Stevenson. We haven't even spoke about Smithy. There is literally a plethora of talent uh, for the midfield coach, Dave McKay, to look at and work out how he's going to run all those players through the midfield and the different combinations for centre bounces as well. Yeah, um, well, we know one person will be busy tracking all that. So. <laughs> That's exactly right. And that now we move. That, might, that spreadsheet might have a lot of new lines. I think it certainly will. And then we move on to our second acquisition in the priority signing period, which was Greta Bodie. So, Liam, what can you tell us about Greta? Um, so she's actually quite quite a good size for a medium forward. She's 171 centimeters. So, interestingly, she's actually only one centimeter shorter than Laura Elliott, which is actually it's something that I found noteworthy, both about Greta and Laura. Um, she played the Ramble game at a very high level before coming across. Joined the AFLW at the age of in 2020. Uh, she's 27. She turns 28 in July. Uh, but the first thing that I'll that we should probably point out is that she is absolutely rapid. If you remember in the Hawthorne game, like when Brisbane played us, she was one of the most influential players on the ground. Just absolutely blistering speed allowed her to get into the game at every in every facet of the game, up the ground, up forward. She was unbelievable that night and one of the best players on the ground. There was a beautiful moment that Hawthorne uh, AFLW placed out onto their socials and go and have a look at it, where Greta went through one of the stoppages at express pace, got the ball from the stoppage, ran through, kicked on the left, straight through for a goal. Imagine that in our forward line, Liam. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good thought. And then you add in her, yeah, and then adding in her rapid pace with what we already have in there. We know we've got two track stars in terms of Aileen Gilroy and Big Boy as well. So add in that pace of Greta Bodie and imagine that forward line. So in terms of the, the manic pressure, the speed going through there, the ability to work up the ground and work back, that's going to be something scintillating to watch. 
Yep. And again, the women's game, which is so territory dominated, the ability to take territory by foot quickly and then squeeze up and keep it locked in the forward line, that is actually that's something that's really going to be valuable for us. And the fact, again, the fact that she moves well up the ground will allow her to get involved in the play. And that's that we had, we didn't, we weren't a top, we were bottom few inside fifties team last year. So the fact that we've got forwards who can really work up the ground is going to allow us to improve that. Absolutely. And I think that's something that we can certainly set our watch to in terms of watching season eight and seeing that development and improvement from our forward line. Yeah. And and Greta will be a pretty handy addition because she's kicked 24 goals across the 25 games playing as a high half forward, which is a pretty strong record. She was an All-Australian in Season 7 and Brisbane's leading goal kicker in Season 6. So she uh, can play football. Absolutely, she can. So at the moment, Liam, we've taken two of our PSP, so two of our priority signing period players. Still one left on the cards. There's speculation earlier this week that it could be another Lions player. Uh, yes, Kathy Spark we've been linked to. Uh, most of the articles from the AFL website or Code Sports have said that she was the least likely of the three. They said that in the, they were quite confident of the other two, but Spark is up in the air. At the time of recording, we're recording this very early on Friday the 3rd. It'll probably come out not long after. But, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what we do with that signing. And whether signing Bates and Bodie changes anything, I'm ever up to me. Spark would be a terrific get. But if we can't land her on favourable terms, given tiered contracts, I'd be maybe targeting an older key defender to try and just help mentor the back line a bit. Or an older key forward, like someone who is, and I said on the last one, I wouldn't mind going older with our third signing, just as a mentor, a bit of leadership, because we've lost, and obviously we've gained with Emily and Greta as well. But I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going a bit older and getting a real mature head just in there to help settle a forward or back line a bit more. Yeah, so it would be interesting to see what they do, obviously, as this goes to air this morning, we've only got the two players that have been picked, but we have up until March the 10th when the period closes. So in terms of time, we still have seven days left for that next player to be picked. So keep your ears and eyes out on our social media. So if that's on Twitter or Instagram, you'll see us at HFC Soar. If it's on Facebook, it'll be there at Soaring to New Heights. And obviously there's going to be a lot more content coming out, Liam, over the next month. Uh, yeah, there's well, there's a lot happening in the next month. There's the rest of the PSP. There's the sign and trade period. There's International Women's Day. Keep an eye out for something potentially on that day if we can get that organised in time. But between ourselves, it's not anything massive. But um, uh, the VFLW season's about a month away from starting as well. We're pr- we're incredibly excited for that. Unfinished business round one. I keep saying it because at the end of the day, this podcast is your one-stop shop for everything to do with female football in the brown and gold jumpers. That's absolutely correct. And then on Talking Hawks, where you and I apply a bit of our trade, Liam, there's heaps of content out about the men and also the women. Uh, Jack Smith will have an article dropping hopefully later on today about yesterday's practice match against the Collingwood Magpies, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, to read, there's also the Finn McGuinness 
article, uh, sorry, Finn McGinnis' article and also Finn McGinnis' podcast that came out where Finn spoke about his transformation under the tutelage of Sam Mitchell, which was an excellent listen to, yep, especially last night. Especially if you, you listen to that and watch his exploits last night on young Nick Dacos. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch the game yet because I had a work commitment. Although I do believe someone wrote about Cameron McKenzie being particularly impressive on Talking Hawks in January. Yes, incredibly, incredibly impressive was young Cam McKenzie. So if you haven't watched the Hawthorne game yet, Hawthorne fans, go back, have a watch. Definitely worth it. I'll probably watch that over the weekend. Um, Also, by the way, there is an AFLW article coming on Sunday from me regarding the priority signing period. So keep your eyes peeled for that one, guys. Fantastic. Will be a great read as per normal. So that now brings us to the end of this episode of Soaring to New Heights. As Liam said, we are your one-stop shop for all things footy in the brown and gold. And until next time, go the Hawks.